This episode of Netflix Roulette Podcast is brought to you by Living on Repair. If your iPhone is broken and in need of repair and you're in the greater Columbia, South Carolina area, Isaac will fix you up right. He is a personal friend of ours. And if you tell him that Netflix Roulette Podcast sent you, he will fix you right up and take 10% off of your repair. So with that, let's get to the episode. Welcome to another episode of Netflix Roulette Podcast with your hosts, Keith. And Brandon. I'm Keith. And he's Brandon. Yes. We didn't say each other's names. We said our own names. We've done is, that in the past. We have done that in the past. <clears throat> if you're a Tank Media Podcast fan, you'll, fan, you'll remember that we did that one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd really have to be a very attentive listener to remember <laughs> that one time we did that. I'm at episode 23 when that uh, happened. Yeah, we'll just get an email. That was episode 23 at uh, the 48th minute, 10 seconds. Keith was breathing pretty heavily. He seemed like he had just stood up or done some physical exercise. Brandon's voice sounded rather tan that day. Yes. I, uh, preparing for this, I was thinking back... Or, um, uh, earlier when we were planning on when to do this right and uh we were recording this on a sunday evening mm. and um it was a site right after the daytona 500 and i'm a really big nascar fan fan and i told keith that depending on what happens in that race this could either be a really happy podcast or just a really hateful podcast where keith's like oh so what do you think about the movie and i'm like well too what i think about logano <laughs> or whatever and I mean, so nobody likes logano but i i am very even afterwards like the guy i wanted to win didn't win but i looked and thought michael waltrip finished eighth that was you a wanted, good day you was this his last race waltrip's last yeah race? but it it's i don't know it's, it's just funny to me how uh how we get worked up by like things like that in life like yeah. i i never sit there and think like oh well, i'm gonna let this affect me but then i start realizing the more i get into something the more it affects me and i think more so sports like i don't know if you feel the same way or if you've ever felt that about any sport i i just wish there were moments that we could put what i'm seeing into the heads of our listeners because <laughs> as you you talk about well, i just never i never really think about letting sports or nascar really uh affect my life and then i look over and you're literally wearing a nascar like sponsor like crew shirt with your aaron's furniture hat which you would only wear an aaron's furniture hat <laughs> if it had something to do with nascar sports it is, it is funny um and at school i don't mean to separate those two nascar is a sport yeah like how how many people they'll see you walking around with like it confuses them why i'm walking around with an aspen dental hat and those that <laughs> there and think do you work there or like and i'll be like oh no they they sponsor a car and they're i think they're even more confused as to why like yeah. why that's how i'm showing my support for that driver <clears throat> is like i'm gonna walk this dental yeah dentistry I, on here i think for the general population that's not exactly the best the best explanation for why but that is that really is something interesting because you you would think as a listener i feel like you would i know i would that you would be able to tell at least by someone's voice or or accent Mm -hmm. what would interest them in life um or whether whether they would be the type of person who would be interested in nascar or not and i really don't think by your voice you could tell but 
Boy, I think I can tell with my eyes today. <laughs> I, th- I also I I find it humorous that um that there's no other sport like like if you walk around with a like Atlanta Braves, there's nothing like it. Like they like the the Home Depot, I yeah the Home Depot is a really big sponsor of the Braves, um as well as like Coca Cola and all. But like if you walked around, no one at like this Aaron's hat, no one would look at me and say, oh. You like you must really like that soccer team that Aaron sponsors, or you right. must, oh you must really like the Atlanta Braves. Like only in NASCAR do you walk around saying like oh Jed's Plumbing Shack. Like you yeah. must really pull for Ryan Sieg or it's really never. NASCAR is the only sport where it's just completely overt. Like this, they, they don't is is that's what it's about a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what it's all about. It's about guts and glory, but I mean. And I, I make no apologies for how everything is kept afloat. What I've learned too is that it's a sport that you it's easy if you're on the outside to generalize why you love it. But if you like if you look closer, that's just like like for you or a friend Caleb or whoever, when you got closer you think, Oh, well Brennan's not like a, a raging redneck. He loves it because of this or that. Right. Um and I think that leads us into our choice for this week. To yes. on the outside you sit and think Oh, a lot of weirdos love yeah, that's exactly, My Little Pony. That's exactly the segue I was about to make. I was about to say, speaking of I things, saw you creating it, but I <laughs> wanted to make my like joke about walking around with Home Depot and errands, and I was like, gotta fit this joke in. Then You like, saw the wheels turning? Like, we're, we were getting onto the like the interstate, but then I was like, nope. So then like I had to say my, like I had to pull into the gas station right. and then pick up a few things, then get back on the road, <laughs> and then get on the... Well, yes, I was about to. I was just about to say. Speaking of things that it's kind of confusing that men spend so much time looking and enjoy, looking at and enjoying. Um, really, less confusing NASCAR, more confusing is our choice for this week. Well, it's not a choice. It's a, <laughs> it was forced upon us by the universe. But My Little Pony, Twinkle Wish Adventure. Uh, was the movie of the week? I don't know if it's a movie or if it's more of a TV show somewhere in between. I think it's more. I think it'd be categorized as a special. Yeah, a special, maybe like a. It it made me think of like those straight to DVD Barbie movies, um, but I guess it was like a Christmas special, which we'll get into why that frustrates me soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, My Little Pony, Twinkle Wish Adventure, we are going to dispense with and ixnay any telling of a cast unless you have anything interesting about the cast of this program uh, i i looked them up and it it was interesting to me how like all of them had this extensive background in um like in an animation animation animated animation? films and two yes. of the people were off of ed and eddie like they didn't play really? any of, like them they didn't play any of like any of the eds they played like naz no they played the one the one lady because all the all, the cast is all ladies, which I don't think there's any males in the episode. Another so question sense. I wish to pose. And um, but they like they they were both on there, so I just think like did these people meet like an Ed and Andy, and they were like, oh well, I hope to see you again someday. And then like ten years later, they run into each other, like walking into like the readings from My Little Pony, and they're like, wait, you, you're, oh, <laughs> but I don't I don't know that that because I, I don't. I never think of there being big names in that, you know, yeah. like you think like, oh, you got your big comedy names, you've got your big whatever, but then I start thinking you might have that when it comes to like 
like animated films for like five to ten year old girls like There's, you might have the big names that we called her yeah who's the spielberg of animated um movies for little girls who who is that guy actually who's the michael bay of this well, that's what we need to <laughs> look at he's going to keep it interesting for us at least maybe some more explosions in my little pony mm-hmm. but more glitter that would be what's in there yeah more gl- cuteness and glitter everywhere glitter explosions you said something a minute ago that made me think of something that... Errands. No, it was when you had first started talking about My Little Pony, and we were talking about the cast, maybe it'll come back to me. Uh, you said something about the fact that there are no males. Oh, I think, yeah. I don't think that was the original thing I wanted to speak on. But, um... You're yeah, anyway. how sexist this is? No, it, it, was, it was something that really that struck me about the program that I wanted to say. But I would like to make the comment that to set the stage for My Little Pony, um, Twinkle Wish Adventure, it takes place in a fanciful, magical world where men do not exist. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Would they you like to run through the plot before yeah, I'm, I'm, you get I'm, into it? Yeah, I'm kind of setting the stage. Okay. I want people to, if you've never heard of My Little Pony, if you've never, if, if when I say My Little Pony... The only thing mm-hmm. that comes to your mind is the t- the toys that your daughter or sister, uh, or boyfriend, po- or boyfriend <laughs> plays with. Well, nailed it. <laughs> that was oh, to all you bronies out there. We might lose you as fans, but maybe not. We might keep you. I wish that was all of our fans, and we we're like, wow, we didn't know our fan base. Yeah, we had no idea who they were. Our fault. We apologize to the bronies, but it takes place in a world where men do not exist, um, which bothers me about the bronies that they love this world where men don't exist um really everyone but like one person is a child they're Mm -hmm. all i mean they all behave like children the ponies do they just behave like either slightly old like i feel like the oldest pony might have been like 10 Mm -hmm. youngest one may have been like six or seven equivalent to how those type of little girls and boys um interact and behave yeah um, but <clears throat> it's a world of ponies. They're my little. They're ponies. There's a uh, there's Rainbow Dash who has a rainbow mane. There's Pinkie Pie, which I'll be honest. Every time I hear that name, it it just makes me think that there's something kind of creepy going on there. But I don't know. <laughs> um, we had Cheerily. She was the main character really of this of this one. Um, her sister uh, Scootaloo. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, I mean, they're these are the ponies, and they live in this magical world. Uh, so the plot of this particular uh, film slash special is the, the Twinkle Wish Adventure. Uh, so in this movie, um, there's a tree. It's Christmas time. There's a tree, and on top of the tree, there's something called the Twinkle Wish. Uh, it is a anthropomorphic star that is alive and grants wishes for everyone every year uh, mm-hmm. at Christmas time. Whoever wins um, the pre-Christmas ornament-making contest gets to be the keeper of the Twinkle Wish until the day when the Twinkle Wish is supposed to go upon the tree. So Cheerily, uh, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, and the gang, they all get involved in the ornament contest when they learn this about the star. 
Um, we begin by, it's kind of sad because Cheerily is left out. Everyone else partners up except Cheerily, and she has to make an ornament by herself. But later, her friends come to their senses. They realize they have forgotten their buddy. They go back and they help her make the best ornament of all. She wins the contest. So the mayor of the town, who is um, a thesaurus of type of uh, woman, she tends to say everything. Um, she will say things like, I'll be there quick, fast, and in a jiff, or whatever. Mm-hmm. She'll say many different words. But anyway, she gives the box to Cheerily, and she says, this is the box with the twinkle wish in it. If you you need to make sure that it stays closed, make sure the star sleeps, because if she wakes up before it's time, she will be too tired to grant wishes. Of course, being a, an adult watching this film, you know that the next thing, obviously, that will happen is that the box will be opened and the adventure will ensue. Uh, so, Scootaloo goofs up. That is uh, Cheerily's younger sister. She goofs up and opens the box, <clears throat> awakens the star, and when the star awakens, a dragon flies down. A very adorable dragon. Everything in the show is meant to be adorable and, and cute. Uh, the dragon comes, also female, uh, grabs the star and flies off to Willy Nilly Mountain. Why is it called Willy Nilly Mountain? Because the, cha- the weather there changes Willy Nilly. Um, <clears throat> so what happens after that? The ponies, obviously... We have to fix this. So the four older ponies, uh, Rainbow Dash and Pinkie Pie and Cheerily, and there's one other one. There's a freight Star Star Blazer, Star Starfighter. <laughs> I had them up here. Second. Are you sure there weren't? I think there was. There's five probably older five. Ones. You're right. Um, they were. Let me go on here. I know it's Star something. There was she flies. Pinkie, Pie, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, Star Song, hmm. Sweetie Belle, Scootaloo, Cheerily, um. Tula Rula. Okay. Some of those names are too much. Star Song. Uh, Flitter Flutter is the mayor also, just uh, okay. so you know. And Whimsy Weatherby. I just don't understand why they wouldn't make it more... Cl- they're obviously trying to teach kids more words by having a thesaurus-type woman. But regardless, they go, they take Pinkie Pie's hot air balloon um, to Willy Nilly Mountain. They crash land. We learn that one of the... the, the um, the ponies is afraid of the dark. Uh, they get to the mountain. They go to Willy Nilly Mountain, and they meet um, Winsy Weatherby. That's the dragon, and they learn her motivation for stealing the star. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have friends. People don't come visit because of the mountain, and so she thought that if she had good toys, people would come and visit her. So she stole the star, thinking it was a to- thinking it was a toy. The ponies try to convince her to return the star to Cheerily, but. The dragon cannot be won over, and they leave empty-handed, and they arrive at the festival, em- the festival that they were supposed to have wait <clears throat> to open the box for. They arrive at the festival with no star in hand, and everyone is sad. But the dragon flies in and says, and says she changed her mind. She brings the star back. Um, they put it on the tree, and everybody goes to make a wish. The star is just too tired to grant everybody's wishes, so... And again, we think all hope is lost, but all hope is not lost because I believe it is Pinkie Pie who tells everyone um, that their wishes have already been granted because throughout the, the program, each pony had actually wished like, oh boy, I wish we could get the star back yeah. or I wish that I brought something to help stop the water balloon, the, the, air, the hot air balloon. I wish this and I wish that and it all came true. 
So Pinkie Pie reveals to everyone that the wish magic was in their hearts all along and that their wishes came true already. But just in time, it begins to snow, and everyone was like, oh, goody, we wished for snow. It's snowing. And then one, the one uh, little pony, was it the unicorn pony? Um, maybe. I think it was the unicorn pony that was sad, and they were like, why are you sad, unicorn pony? And she said, I wish for pink snow. <laughs> and so at this point, the star wakes up, realizes the, that the wish has been made. She makes the snow pink, and then everyone lives happily ever after in pink snow and the twinkle wish adventure draws to a close uh only to be awoken again i'm sure next christmas to grant the wishes of these ponies that never age and remain cute that i think that's a pretty decent synopsis of this i think so of this epic tale uh so brennan what do you think about the movie well let's let's talk about uh some first impressions what are you thinking as you're watching this film um the first thing like the first thought i had about it was that i didn't i didn't love it but i didn't hate it okay. like that was my overall thought process also i'd like to as brandon just do again as brandon starts off with i love i didn't love it but i didn't hate it that is a better review already than two of the adult movies that we have uh <laughs> yeah. not adult as in pornography but adult as <laughs> in uh, not kids' movies. Just that, that guy they like, I must have missed those. Yeah. I missed those episodes. She is. That sounds very adult. <laughs> <laughs> Did a bad job of explaining that. <laughs> um, the the first the first uh, thing I'd like to touch on is that it is your average kid show. Agreed. It's like you might have said, um, it like. It, it was very predictable. Right. Like, uh, one of the first things in my notes that I wrote down was, because um, at the very beginning, like, the the girl, the one of them were like, I said the girl, like, all of them. It was like, oh, I wish it would snow. The other one was like, I wish people would see me as such a small, like, horse. I was like, there you go. I was like, the end of this one, like, it's going to snow, and that horse is going to be seen as, like, equal. Uh, I will I will give them credit though that it wasn't everything wasn't entirely what I what I thought it was gonna be because okay. like I I picked up on the whole thing where they were like I wish that like this was this was true and all and I thought at the end it was gonna be something about like the magic was always inside of you you yeah. know whereas I it did take a different turn what I what I took it as <laughs> it, it's probably not at all what they meant <laughs> but I saw it as like. Is like it's, it's the little things. Like it's not always we sit there and we be like, oh, I wish life was good. But we're like, when we say that, we think like, oh, I want a nice car, I want like money or whatever. But then you think like, oh, well, what about like a dog that greets you every day? Or what about like, oh, it was it was the sun was shining on like the day that you were sick. You know, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think I think you're right. That the the message might have been to little girls or little boys, if however everybody mm-hmm. identifies, uh, is that like you you may wish for big things but think about all the little things that you wish about that, that but like they never true. they followed the formula to the point where nothing was ever was ever in doubt like i knew that like they were gonna get the star back like i i just i hate shows like the, the movies or shows where you know from the beginning like what's all gonna happen because most children's shows has that setup where it could be it could be a better it could be a better like show if you teach that like like if that star doesn't grant any wishes and it just ends right there 
Like it, it could be a better show and teach a better lesson about like <clears throat> you don't always get what you want, and sometimes that's a good thing. You know, you don't need the thing you want. Right. I think though, when you come, when we think about these shows, we also should think about also the purpose. Yeah. Like the purpose for the show, their mission really again isn't inter- isn't into enter. Yeah. Is not to entertain we adult males. So it's it's first and foremost to entertain little girls. Uh, and then also its purpose is is to to teach a lesson a lesson, but I think with movies like that, especially something that you're probably going to play in a minivan uh, while you're on a road trip, something yeah. like things of that nature, you don't want to teach a lesson that's too hard to learn. Yeah, especially if, especially if it's something that they're watching alone, like if one of the ponies died or something, or if it it did take a dark turn, or if it didn't end on a happy note, yeah. like you might be tearing down more bricks than you put up if you try to teach little girls a real hard lesson yeah. via the medium of ponies with butt tattoos. I, and I don't, I don't know, because I, I kind of think of it as one One thing I didn't like is that everything resolved. Like one would sit over there being like, I'm just scared of the dark. Then they're all like, oh, we all understand that. Here's a solution right here. Like, oh, thanks, guys. And another one's like, oh, like, I just, I'm afraid of this. And they're like, oh, well, here's a solution. And that upsets me, but I also think I get upset with the movies where the characters just like sad for an hour and a half, and right. then at the end like they're happy again. Like that also frustrates me. Maybe you are the one who can't be satisfied, Brandon. Maybe <laughs> there's no solution for you. That's really their whole idea behind. This. <laughs> they need to make a My Little Pony about Brandon, um, the unsatisfiable dragon. I guess like kind of building off of that too was that I I wrote down. Um, in my notes, I was like, "Scootaloo equals bad," and then um, <laughs> she's the worst. But in the the, I wrote down like, "Scootaloo is bad," uh, "Weatherby is bad," and I wrote down "No one faces consequences." That is like true. in the the show, like the uh, Scootaloo, she, if they're like, "Hey, don't don't mess with that," and she goes and opens that, and then. She she's like y'all y'all are all mad at me and she's like well you don't want me to go on that trip because like you think I'd screw everything up and I'm right. thinking yeah yeah that's, that's why, why they don't want you on that trip because <laughs> you all you can't even they told you don't don't just don't open the box just don't <laughs> open the box like it wasn't this whole thing of like hey don't don't go eat candy for a week or don't yeah it wasn't hard whatever and it's like yeah it's it's not hard at all and then like with um like Weatherby like she stole that. And then she told them, like, no, you're not going to get that back even though it's yours. In the end, like, everyone's like... I took issue with that as well. Yeah, like, oh, Scootaloo's good. And then, like, Weatherby shows up, she's like, oh, hey, so... Like, in real life, I I couldn't just... Like, I couldn't couldn't kidnap your fiancé, Lizzie. Right. I I couldn't just go kidnap her, then show back... Like, you you told me, like, Brendan, that's my fiancé. You have no right to like, keep her in a cage. And I was like, well, you better get out of here. And then I couldn't show back up your left. house. Yeah, and then sit there and say, oh, hey, Keith, like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, here she is. You wouldn't sit there and say, like, gee, Willikers, thanks, Brendan. You'd nah. be like, no, you're... You're gonna have to pay for that now. Like you need to earn my respect or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, you're gonna earn my respect by going to jail. <laughs> like, and I understand they're teaching kids like the whole like forgiveness, but kids like that's that's when you reach that dangerous part where you're like you do you you think that you just saying sorry fixes everything. Like you put your baby brother in the oven or something. <laughs> I say that because I like I I read I I read a, a thing about that where these kids did that. Like to their like little sibling, and I just think like if you watch this, did he die? 
Um, I th- they put it on a in an oven that was off. Uh, no, no, they 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 like turn it on because oh they were my, like we whoa. wanted to like Dry make brother out. warm or something, and like Sounds I like just like I see I I, get, I, I think that was a really morbid like example yeah of i really this, hope no little girls don't. tuned into our podcast thinking like "Ooh, my little pony and now they're hearing about little boys in the earth but like girls like in ovens. things like that like in in this world that is just as big of a deal you know you know like in this world you destroying you've just taken away the wishes of every person in that town yes like that is that's your i agree was you've done and I was frustrated at that as well, that like she was you, able to come back. You have to know that even if you're sorry and you had good intentions, that sometimes you... You know what I mean? Like, like Yeah, it's not it's not as easy as just saying, like, you, you don't get to go back to normal just because you decide that what you did was wrong and you're done doing it. Like, yeah, it's, it's a little frustrating that the dragon was able to, oh, yeah, I guess you guys were right. Here's your star back. But again, it goes. I mean, it goes back to like their first goal. I'm sure is to entertain. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to have parents to have to deal with, <clears throat> um, like why did the dragon not get to enjoy the festival with everyone? She <laughs> said she dragon? was sorry. So, I can remember like my little sister. Like I, I think we were life. We were watching like Life of Pi, mm-hmm. or something, and she wasn't super young. But it was just like it was. There was something happening that was sad, and it just she couldn't handle it. Like just yeah. she's just like she was just a little girl. Like she just couldn't emotionally handle the idea that like the animals were dying or whatever, whatever it is that was happening in that movie that was sad. Like she just didn't have the emotional capacity to handle what was going on. So I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that you're a yeah. proponent of. Like putting a baby, putting a pony in the oven on My Little Pony and t- teaching little girls a lesson with that. But I think it is, I think you walk a fine line when you're making a child's movie. You're like, how hard of a lesson are well, we Well, see, I teach? don't, like, I don't think, because I think you could go the other way and just, like, really numb a child to that. Like, I, I think, I think that in that scenario, like, the problem isn't that she gets upset. The problem is that, like, as, like, last night I watched The, the Departed. And like you see, let's see, I'm trying to think of all the people you see dying that like several, two, three, like probably two, two dozen, like at least like you, you either see like that they have been killed or like you see them die in a shootout or like whatever it may be. And I just sat there thinking like none of this, none of this affected me. Like in my mind, I'm not sitting there thinking like, oh, well, that that's someone's child that's just been shot. Like we become so numb to it. But I think there's a there's a way that you can present it to where you sit there and say like yes like that thing has died like like if it if it's a person then you like you have that whole example of like you can you can discuss faith with them or whatever and if it's animal you can <laughs> it's also a pony. yeah like you you can discuss something because like I, I remember me being younger and seeing like like there was a cop off of Nash Bridges. And that like that guy died, and like I like I was really upset about it. I later found out like I I figured out on that show that everyone got shot and died. Like there was never anyone on that show that got shot. 
Yeah. You get if you got shot in the hand, <laughs> you were dead. dead. <laughs> like no one ever. Like if you got grazed by a bullet, you were <laughs> like, over. Oh, that's over for me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but like I was really upset and like. I was like, I was like, oh, like I, I just hate it. My mom's like, Brennan, that's that's just an actor. And I, it took it took me time to wrap my mind around that, like that that guy hadn't been killed, just that character had yeah. been killed. And I I think that like there's a way you can you can teach kids to like understand that. So it's just like the whole death thing. Like when someone dies, you don't have to like show the kid till they're numb, thinking like, oh, it doesn't affect me. That like. My grandparents are dead, but at the same time, like, you can teach them that way. They don't have this whole like, they're just distraught over it. That's true. Um, my third thing, though, on a more like a yeah, I was about to say, I think we're we're note deviating from the was uh like I just wrote why, <laughs> and I wrote down like they're on a moped, but they can fly. They're like gonna not go... all of them can fly. Though. How are you sure? No, I'm positive, because. Um... I mean, the only, only like they made a big deal out of how, how because uh, Star, how did they get to the mountain? Starbound could fly or Star Star Song. She made a big deal of like I can fly, or whatever. They said something about whenever they said there's not enough room in the hot air balloon, and then Star Song said I can fly, and she's the only one with wings. So I I, I would I would put money on the fact that they can't all fly. Well, then I'll counter that with. If you if you had a wish, why would you not choose to fly? Agreed. Um, <laughs> secondly, they made a big deal about dressing up to go to the mountains, but once they were there, while walking through like the snow and forest, they were like, "Oh, we need to weigh it down. Let's throw let's throw off our beanies and gloves because whenever <laughs> I need to weigh something down, I sit there and say, "Oh, well, let me throw my socks on that balloon. That'll weigh it down." <laughs> And then at the end, like when it's snowing, none of them are shivering, thinking, "Oh, we, like you don't even have your like you sleep outside." You don't even have the montage of them like walking around like cold, like, yeah, with with their winter gear on. Um, and they also their winter gear did look trendy, though. You have to give them that. Let's see, they some they sweet headbands. Get, uh, yeah, I, I misspelled that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they I don't know how I I got read from Wish, um. Sorry, I was reading stuff. Sure. And so, but, um, like, they, they all got to wish. Because the beginning, like, I might have missed that that part. But I thought the big deal about it was you want to make the best ornament so that you can wish. But then, like, and then they're like, how? Because they're like, how do you put that star up there? Which I was like, well, can't. Like, I thought they all could fly. <laughs> um, and all of that. But... There's just so many things where I sat there and like this, that doesn't make sense. There are so many things in this world where pony, where little girl ponies live alone in houses that you just couldn't wrap your head around. Yeah, and I understand that. There are some things that that set me back too. Like in this world, um, why is there only one unicorn? Yeah. Why is there only one unicorn pony? And where is her big sister? Um, also, why do all the ponies have butt tattoos? I feel like as a pony, you're mm-hmm. like I feel like a butt tattoo is almost the equivalent of like a lower back tattoo, and so I don't want to be teaching little girls that that's okay <laughs> so early on. Um, <clears throat> also, an- another big issue for me in the world of My Little Pony is why are there no adults uh-huh. in a world where ten to twelve or like six to twelve year olds have free reign to do whatever they please? 
This is an accurate depiction of what that looks like. There are hot air balloons behind your house where you can fly to a mountain without anyone and you don't bring any supplies to camp outside. But just the end of that story is kids are shiv- like shivering and dying in the cold <laughs> and not waking up the next morning and having pink fireflies flying around their head and singing a song about it. Like, why are there no adults in this in this world? Do you think that it this is like a dark conspiracy where, like, Flitter Flutter has, like... Has killed the adults? Has, like... Well, no, it's like a cult. Like, she is just... She's hiding all of the children, <laughs> like, from the parents. So, yeah, you have, like... Like, she just steals off the, like, the babies and then, like, kills off the male ones and just keeps the female ones and just, like, keeps them all on that level. Like she, she never really teaches you the things you need. She just teaches right. you like, oh well, just, just wish or like you, you got to spend all this time with like using this star because like she lied to them because she was like this, this star needs like a year, a year of sleep exactly to like do it. But then that star is up for like a whole day. So you're sitting there thinking, well, no, like that, that star was awake, but it still can make. Like everything snow, and yeah, you think, think what else is this? Is this person like she's also just constantly driving over there, being like, oh, "I was gonna take her to like the thing," or like, "What are you doing? What are you like?" <laughs> yeah, she's always checking in, always on her moped. She's always checking in on her moped with the sidecar. She's always, you're right. She's kind of also kind of brooding. Hmm, Brennan, I think you might be onto something. The fan theory. Also, here's another thing that that about their show is that this is not the show that produced bronies. <laughs> this isn't Be- the show that your parents grew up watching. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is there's so many iterations of My Little Pony. Mm. Ask a brony, and there's like G1 and G2 and G3, and yeah. I think the third generation of My Little Pony is the one that was able to amass so much. Yeah. Like, preteen and teenage and adult male attention and i was t- like because whenever we were, i watched this lizzie was watching it with me well she was she was on her phone but i was like we have to get through this because we're recording tomorrow and we just have mm-hmm. to watch it and it's one of those things where i was telling her like there's no way there's absolutely no way that and you can you can listen to the the documentaries and the things that the guys the bronies say about it uh-huh. about like oh the artwork is good the music is good the storytelling is good no, I don't believe that. I believe that whatever you tell yourself on a psychological level, whether you know it or not, you are attracted to those anthropomorphic ponies in a weird, suppressed <laughs> sexual way. And I I, I I, think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that the storytelling, because this show, I mean, again, I haven't watched enough of, uh, enough of it to know whether the people who make My Little Pony got wise to there's a bunch of adult males who love our show why don't we cater to them yeah i don't know if that's the case but i don't think it is but i just it's hard to convince me that you're really into this show and again it may not be something you know but i think there has to be at least a little bit of an attract like a weird like attraction you have to this my little pony thing see i i would love i would love to like ask that of like psych a a regular person that like likes it like you don't have someone that's like has like a twinkle berry tattoo or whatever yeah and like you like ask them but just ask someone like because the whole thing about like like anime like we you can generalize anime but then our friend zenus like he enjoys it and i i know that he isn't he isn't a creep 
He isn't right. a pervert. And he would sit there and say, like, oh, well, like, here's the reasons why. And it's not it's not that I give a pass to every brony, but I sit there and out I, I sit there and think like like I know there's there's good people that like it. You know what I mean? And they would they would sit there and say, like, I understand why you would think that, but because my my problem is that like I don't I'm not so much stuck on that whole thing about being attracted like them being attracted um, sure. like to the horse, but it's more on when I watch this and when I watch like the original one, there wasn't I didn't watch it and think, oh, this is different because like Doc McStuffins, like I watch that <laughs> and I like I could watch it and think, oh, I, I can see the difference between this and like this other children's show you know what i mean right like i i could see i could see a difference um or or like whatever and i just i would want someone to explain to me who like give me a good reason why like i know you think this is just like any other like i would yeah children's show but here's the reason why it's actually better it's possible that I've jumped the gun with what I said, but I really, I, I sort of stand by it and that I understand your argument with the anime yeah. thing, but that's a whole genre. Like, My Little Pony is not a whole genre. Yeah. My Little Pony is, like, that is a niche. That is a, like, yeah. it's not that, oh, well, there's an anime, there are stranger animes that are, like, weirdly perverted, and yeah. there's also pornographic anime, but there's also anime that's just, like, good stories and action and all kind of cool stuff. Yeah. I can understand that. But it's just whenever you drill down into this niche of like this is a one single program about female only female ponies mm-hmm. um that just do this just a kid show it's one of those things where I, there's got to be something a little bit off going on i got you but i'll again i i agree with you i would love to hear from someone who is by all other accounts <clears throat> like into mm-hmm. i'll say quote unquote i don't want to throw out the word normal and say that you're not normal unless you think about it the way I think about it. I more yeah. of just want to say, like, across the board, average, an average television program watcher, someone who also enjoys mm-hmm. My Little Pony. Because I don't want people to think, I've already probably painted myself this way, but I don't <laughs> want to think, like, oh, I think you're, like, a pervert if you like mm-hmm. My Little Pony. I just think more so that there, there's there got to be a, a, a kind of a strange attraction thing you feel to, the, to, to that. Yeah. And I'm not passing any judgment on it. You do you. You do your thing. So now, I think this would be a good time to move into our weekly uh, hypothetical. I agree. Um, I think we agreed on, like, if you could make a wish, yes. what would you like to wish on? But are we looking at this as me and you, or if we're in this universe? <laughs> or are we going to say we couldn't be in this universe because there are no male Well, we certainly can't exist in My Little Pony universe. And again, I haven't seen the new My Little Pony that the Bronies like. There could be male ponies in that one. So we're going to go off just like right now if we had a a cutesy-wootsy star. Yeah, if we had a twinkle wish. wish. If we had a twinkle wish that was fully rested, (laughs) what would would you ask it for? And Brandon, if you say more wishes, I will reach across this table and give you a firm slap. Mm. But don't you say it. Hmm. I think there are a couple wishes I would make that are. You only make one. I know. I know. I'm just saying that there, there. I'll give you sort of what I'm thinking as far as options. Um, my first wish would probably be to have to not to be like to get a large sum of money, mm-hmm. but just to to say like 
if there's something that I want, I can buy it. Yeah. Like I want, I I would I would love to be able to like quit my job and just do entertainment. What about like a um, Chrome card? Like Visa just came to you and said, "Here's a Chrome card. Whatever you do, we'll we'll take care of the expenses." Or Bill Gates did that for like the forever, soft card, no matter what it was. Yeah, yeah, that'd Bill be a great. Was just wish. like here's here's the no limit. Right, the, but the motivation behind me wanting things paid for is not because I I'm greedy or I want some very expensive things. It's more of I don't want to worry about working for my money so mm-hmm. I can do the things that I'm passionate about, like this or spending time with people that I care about or building things or whatever. I would just want I my wish would be for freedom from the rat race. Yeah. Uh, so that's one. And then I guess a second tier wish, which I'm not wishing, I'm just giving you what what I'm kind of choosing from, but I'm probably going to choose option A. Secondly would just be, I'm currently in the process of trying to trim down for the wedding. I would love for that to be over now. I'd love to be able to eat whatever I wanted to and not get fat. But that is also a more feminine So you would just wish for like a tapeworm. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I want a a Bill Gates soft card and a tapeworm, (laughs) please. That would be Com- it for me. Coming right up, Mr. Put that pony. in the cart. <laughs> I'd also wish to not become a pony. Um, My wish would be, like, every time I discuss about what would happen if I, like, acquired a large sum of money or, like, won the lottery, mm. even though I don't play it. You got to be in it to win it, but yeah. I'm never in it, never so I cannot either. win it. As I want to own a race team, but not... Not like a like a NASCAR Cup Series team. Yeah. Like nothing that's going to cost like $20 million a year to run. I want to own like a uh, like a bicycling race team or like a go-kart racing team. Because I would love just to like to buy, to like have like three go-karts. What I would do is like each year I would choose like two kids that are really good at running like a golf, like go-karts. A golf cart series would be really cool, mm, but the go karts, cool. and um, I would attract like sponsors like Yardman or like Whirlpool or something like that, and then I would run a third team where it would be like it'd be a revolving door. So kind of like we're going after the owners' championship. So okay. like I would run a few races, my dad would run a few. Like we maybe bring in like a twelve-year-old kid to run a couple of races <laughs> just to get a feel for him and with the team. This is go. This is go karts or yeah, oh, okay. go karts. I because. Because with those things, for you to have like a really good go kart, I think I looked it up and it's like five thousand dollars. So like I could buy, like I would want a hauler, so like I could have like a like a NASCAR hauler. So what you want is you want a lot, a fairly large sum of money, but you want it all earmarked for go kart racing and accessories. <laughs> I would just like to acquire a go kart racing team, but it wouldn't be that I want to go in there and like and run every and buy out everyone you just want I, your fair shot because i yeah i would also like if if i did have like the win lottery or something i would also like sponsor races or like pay pay for this or that or like try of to course. like sponsor other other driver like increase the purse or something like that or maybe like i feel like at this point if a billionaire just went into like go-kart racing a lot of people would start paying attention so you'd probably get like a tv deal or if not like i would you'd be on a and e I would then like, I would hire like I would hire us to go and like we would document it. So you like you could be one of the announcers like along with oh I don't man know, that'd be great and this like, Aaron like or something. So like you could sit there and you could um like you you would commentate and so mm. then would bring more eyes. So then like 
ra- other race teams and series or watching the kids and all of that. But we'd have all the Netflix roulette pos- podcast listeners out there, like, man, Keith Melinder is is Keith and Brandon. Brandon has a race team. Keith Melinder announces, I'm. People, I'm there. people would tune into the broadcast and they'd be like, that sounds familiar. And they'd be like, what do you mean? And be like, I think that's the guy one time talked about bronies and my little pony. Oh. <laughs> and then they would turn their, their Pinkie Pie painted <laughs> car around and go back home. Those sound like some good wishes. I, I, I mean, I, I can't down your wish because I know, I know mm-hmm. you well enough to know that that is, that is something that would <laughs> truly bring you happiness. Now, I'm not going to make you wish for a new car. I'm not going to make you wish for anything else because I that that is mm-hmm. a Brandon that owns a go kart race team is the happiest Brandon I'll meet, and so I yeah I'm I'm down for that. So, what is going to be our skill? I think. This week? Um, let's see. Actions that deserve consequences. <laughs> yeah, out of or winter clothes we shed. <laughs> we'll we'll do it out of action or uh, mistakes. Mistakes without consequences. Mm-hmm. So how many mistakes without consequences do you give My Little Pony Twinkle Wish Adventure? Now let's remember though that it I w- not remember, but you do you must choose whether you're going to rate it as an adult seeking an adult film. Yeah, or. As <laughs> I was way. <laughs> I did. I cl- I must have clicked on the wrong website, or the right one for some people. Mm-hmm. But no, like if you made like if, a little pistol with your hands <laughs> and the viewers can't see that, like yeah. right website. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're an adult looking for a movie um, that's for yeah grownups or an adult watching a children's movie. Yeah, I think that I'm gonna go because I've been thinking about my scale, and I think that it's. It's, it's gonna. I think it's it's been like this, and to clarify, it's it's more of a um, like things that I would tell other people to watch yeah. because I realize that like I'm always gonna be really protective of the five stars if I'm going against like my favorite things. Like right. at that point, you're only gonna have three things that ever like, have that. Um, so the I think going off of like me telling other people to watch this, I think. That I would give it, it'd be somewhere with a two and two and a half, kind of two and a quarter stars. Or you're not allowed to do that. Uh, well, I would say it's two, do a half. Okay, two uh, and a half stars. Or two. Um, I'm gonna give it three. I'm gonna give it three stars. I'm or three uh, mistakes without consequences, <laughs> just because I think I'm basing it off of. Would I allow my little girls to watch this? I don't have any mm-hmm. little girls, but would I allow them to watch it? And the answer is sure. I mean, it, it's decent. It teaches a decent lesson. Um, but maybe afterwards, I'll tell them like, "Hey, that Wendy Weatherby, she actually went to jail afterwards because <laughs> she had to pay for the mistakes that she made and the consequences she." Can we made. see that scene? Nope, it's a deleted scene. <laughs> Only I saw it. Only I saw it. <laughs> All right. Well, My Little Pony Twinkle Wish Adventure, we have laid in its marshmallow fluff bed um, with its pink stuffed animal and let it go. So now, Brandon, um, I'm going to press the button to randomize uh, the randomizationer, uh-huh. and I'll let you know what comes up. All right. Sloop it! Doing a little bit of randomizing here. 
And, oh, Brennan, you will enjoy this. I know you enjoy this program. We will be watching Archer. Ooh. And I've also been able to randomize the number of episodes. It's season four, episode 11. The title of that episode is The Papal Chase. I always thought it was the papal, so thank you. I've already learned something. Papal, because of the Pope. But, as you know... I'm not much for the animated adult cartoons. I, I, I get, adult is such a strange adjective for things because mm-hmm. when you, it can go either pornographic or just for adults. So I'm not much for the grown-up cartoons, so I don't imagine that I will come out of this enjoying it, but I'm going to go into it with an open mind. What I think is is curious about this is most of the time we give stuff, and if it looks bad, we always try to give the benefit of the doubt. If it looks good... We generally regret ever giving it any like benefit of the doubt. Right. But with this one, I think this is the first one that we've went into it where like both of us are familiar with it and both of us have strong opinions. Yes. So I think it'll be interesting to see if you're one over more or if once I start analyzing, I realize that this is the worst program to ever be invented. <laughs> we might have the old flip-flop and next mm. week have a five-star rating and a half-star rating. We shall see. Or maybe you'll just agree and say, like I told you, Brandon, so this gets <laughs> We will star. indeed see. But in the meantime, we hope you have a great week or whenever, or maybe a minute if you're binging on our show. Um, but we have enjoyed you listening to us, and we will see you in the next episode. This has been another episode of Netflix Roulette Podcast. Don't forget, please, to uh, subscribe to our show, to uh, submit a review and a rating for us. That makes our lives way cooler if you do that but again thank you very much for listening we'll see you next time bye